This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody, welcome back to Blues Focus TV for another episode of View from the Away End. I am joined tonight by QPR fan and member of the W12 podcast, Ben. Ben, how are you, mate? Yes, very well, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Yes, all good, thank you. Thank you very much for joining me this evening ahead of our uh, ahead of our game on Saturday. Clash at the bottom of the table, big six-pointer yeah. uh, for both sides. Before we get into the nitty-gritty though, uh, I'd like to find out a bit more about yourself. Um, so how did you start to uh, support QPR? How long have you been following them? Uh, and all, the, all that good stuff, really. Yeah, well, it's, just, it's a fab, family legacy, unfortunately, where it's passed on. You know, it's not something that you choose, I guess, to go and support yes. QPR, especially in London, when you've got all the big teams around. But actually saying mm. that, back in the sort of 90s, um, the older generation, remember QPR were, were pretty decent back then. We were a top London club in the sort of start of the Premier League era. So um, that was when I first really started going. So so at the time, it was a good, you know, it, it was a fairly big club. But as time's progressed, um, we've, we've um, digressed as a club, I guess. Um, mm. But yeah, I've been going, yeah, 30 years. Yeah, Hammersmith area. So, um, so yeah, Very unfortunately nice. for my sins, we, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's, I, I mean, especially recently, things haven't been too great for yourselves. I mean, talk me through your season so far. So I remember at the start, I mean, the last time we played you, we I remember we beat yourselves 2-0 uh, at our place. And I believe you were top of the table at the time. And uh, yeah, since was, uh, then, things have gone downhill quite heavily. So talk us through your season. Yeah, I was there that night. It wasn't a great night. And that was the start. <laughs> Some of the QPR fans say that was the start of our really bad run, which was really ironic mm. and, and weird. But um Season, we got rid of Mike. Um, we didn't renew Warburton, Mark Warburton's contract in the summer, which was contentious because yeah. it's a pretty solid manager. But mm. we had a real dismal end to the season. It last season, we sort of gen, January, February time, we were second, looking mm. like we were at least going to get the playoffs. And then we went on another losing run. We won, we won two in like 14 again. So he left in the summer. Uh, Mickey Bill joined in, Michael Bill. Um, Steve Gerrard's assistant now at Rangers. 
Mm-hmm. It was, everything was rosy, really. He brought in some mm-hmm. seemingly good loans um, in Tyler Roberts, you know, Ethan Laird, um, brought in Leon Balligan. Um, we brought in a, a, a youth, Kenneth Powell, on the left back, who, who's from, who was at PSV. Um, he had Cher and Willick performing at the highest level, which when they get going, they're really good football players. So mm. everything was really good. Um, we were top in October. Um, and then the link came with Wolves. I don't know if you remember, he got linked to the Wolves job. Um, mm. And ever since then, we've just been on a downward spiral. If you looked at the league table since that moment, it, I think Birmingham was like the, one of the games in between there. We've, it's literally a downwards trend um, yeah. ever since then. Um, we brought he got he obviously left to go to Rangers on a bit of a you know with you know he he said that he wanted to stay stay and he wasn't going to jump ship and it, you know this is a project and all that and then he left two weeks later to go to Rangers um, got in Neil Critchley um, and who's similar to Bill they're friends I think the club thought maybe that bringing him in there wouldn't be that big transition and he could just pick up where he left off. Um, but it, hasn't, it didn't go like that. We, he won one game in 14. Um, mm. We lost to Fleetwood in the cup. Um, and now we've got Gareth Ainsworth in, um, who's a completely different manager to the other two. And he's trying to pick the boys up. And we've got a horrendous injury list. All the players I've just mentioned that Bill brought in, not one of them has played since he's oh, gone, wow. pretty much. Um, so we've got Chair and Willicker out injured as well. Um, Dykes has been with the Mooney. He came back last week. So we have been real down to the bare bones. We've got two 19-year-olds playing fullback. Um, so it's not been great. We managed to get a win at the weekend against Watford somehow. Yes. I mean, they were really poor, really poor. You played them You played them recently, didn't yes. you? Yes, yeah, they, they, they weren't poor against us. They uh, battered no. us 3-0. So a bit of a polar opposite result for us. Yeah, yeah, they weren't great against us. Not at all. They couldn't pass the ball, which really... Mm. And then going into Tuesday, we thought, right, we just, we just needed to beat Blackpool and we'd be safe. Um, and then we go and do that. I mean... Three yeah. 0 down within ten minutes, six yeah. while. Uh, I mean, I don't know yeah. what Gareth Ainsworth does this weekend, but that's pretty much. Yeah. Sorry to go on, but our season's been. It's no, a lot's right. happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I know. I know. I I can't quite believe it because I, I I knew when we last played you, you were doing pretty well, and I'm not a person, you know, Blues are normally right down there, so I don't want to check the table too often. But sometimes right. I just have a look and. I couldn't believe it because I knew you'd. I knew you'd had a bit of a, a decline, and I knew you were down there. But I didn't realise things were that bad for you. Looking at the table, we've won the exact amount of games, drawn the exact amount of games, and lost the exact amount of games. And as you said, compare that to you know November, December time when you were like top two, top three. I mean, it just must be awful to watch. I mean, in terms of like, I know you said you've had a few injuries of late, and obviously a few managers have changed. You obviously went from Critchley to now. Gareth Ainsworth, but can you just pinpoint? Is it the injuries? Is it the constant changing of managers? Are just things that unsettled at QPR? Yeah, I mean it's a great question and one that we often we often talk about on our pod ourselves, trying to understand and pick at the bones and to know where the issue's got the issue lies. We, but as I said earlier on, you know we had the similar run last season. Last season at the end of last season, we won two in fourteen. Mm. Previous seasons to that, we won one in like nine or ten. So it's not something. It's something that's fundamentally in the in the club. When we when we are struggling, we seem to just fall off a cliff every time, mm-hmm. every season. So I think there's something within the club's mentality and attitude. The change of managers never helps, and the injuries don't help either. We've, I mean, 
we could field a we could field um, a, an eleven a better eleven of injuries than we than we will do on Saturday, um, which wow. just tells you everything that yeah. you, you need to know. Really, um, mm. our main back four's out. The back four that got us top is all out. Um, oh wow! Yeah, so not great, mate. Um, no, do, so do you know the reason all for these things. injuries? Do, do you know yeah. why these injuries are coming up? Just wow. overplaying or like, like squad depth? Have you not got enough depth or? Well, I mean, if everyone's fit, then yeah. But I mean, if you've got 11 players out injured, how mm. much squad depth more can you have than that? Um, oh, no. Why these players? I mean, a lot of hamstrings. It seems to be everyone's mm-hmm. out with hamstrings. So I don't know. I reckon, and it's a personal view, that a couple of people are not up for the fight. You know, mm. some people yeah. like Tyler Ro- Tyler Roberts has come in and, and, and um, yeah, he, he, and he probably thought we were going to be up there and we're now fighting relegation. He seems to get an injury every week, comes back for 20 minutes yeah. and then you don't see him for another six. So, yeah, mate, it's a bit of both. Yeah, I mean, it's such a shame injuries have killed your season, really, because I was going to ask you one of my later questions was going to be who should we as Blues fans be looking out for at the weekend? Who are your real threats? But if you're saying Elias Chair's injured, Chris Willock's injured, lots of players are injured. I mean, who who who, who should we be looking out for at the weekend as, as your real threats? Yeah, um, we don't have much, mate. I'm telling you, I'm not, yeah. I'm not just saying that. I mean, Ilias Chair's close to coming back. We might see him on the bench or or come in, or I'm not too sure. Um, I mean, we've got Lyndon Dykes up front and Chris Martin. Chris Martin, we've had to mm. rope him in as a as a free in the last, you know, in February because we're that short. We've got Jamal Lowe, um, mm-hmm. who's a pretty who can be pretty decent on his day, but mm. again. I'm not too sure he's up for the fight on loan from Bournemouth. I, I, mm. He's not been great the last few weeks, but I'd say them three are pretty good, pretty decent. Um, mm. Outside of that, mate, <laughs> there's not a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've been looking at some of your recent results here. I mean, obviously the 6-1 loss at Blackpool, but you did beat Watford 1-0, 3-1 against Rotherham, a 3-1 loss, 3-1 loss to Blackburn, 3-1 loss to Middlesbrough. So although you are conceding a lot of goals, you... I mean, those last five, six games, you have scored goals as well. So where are those goals coming from? Yeah, um, a couple of penalties, mate, I'd say. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, Lyndon Dykes and Chris, and Chris Martin at home will probably cause you some trouble up front. They're quite physical. Um, mm. You know, we'll get balls. Gareth Ainsworth, I'm sure, will, he's, you know, will we'll go long. We've got a couple of lads that do long throws, which is something that I hate watching at yeah. Loftus Road is clubs that do <laughs> yeah. that and we've suddenly just turned into this team we've got a youngster who can throw it really far and, yeah. and he's doing that and we've got the big lads so you'll see us do a bit of that on a foot on Saturday um, but I think Gareth mm-hmm. Ainsworth just trying to get some points on the board because we're not a million miles we probably need a couple of wins just like yourself a couple of wins mm-hmm. and a draw will probably 48 points will probably see you safe I'd yeah. say um so he's got to do what yeah. he's got to do, I guess. So probably the, the, the two lads up front, three lads up front, Lowe, Martin and Dykes, that'll be probably where the goals come from if we do score. Yeah, yeah it's funny you touch on the long frames because we have a player called Mark Roberts, been at the club for the last four or five yeah. years and often when he's on the pitch, he, he uses a long throw and, and us as fans as well, we hate it because he seemed to do it maybe three or four times a game. I, in the last four or five years, we've been using the long throw and I'd say it's probably worked once. Uh, or a goal has come off the back of it. It's such a pain, isn't it? You just want them to go short and get the ball into the box. But I think because they're so loopy and they're so easy for the keeper to either collect or defenders to clear, it just it just doesn't work, does it? 
it causes a bit of chaos and then everyone thinks oh, it might work and it just never does yeah. like it just you know no, what i mean like there's eventually no point someone will kick it out cannot stand it cannot stand it but i mean looking at your results again you you seem to be conceding an awful lot of goals at the moment is is that just the amount of injuries at the back or or is yeah. it is it the way you set up is it is it is it just your style of play you're more attack, attacking side um probably no i'd just say our whole back main back like we've got ethan led um, Clark Salter, Balogun and Kenneth Powell all have been injured and that's our back mm. four that's actually our back four um, mm. so it, it, yeah mate and, and when we concede a couple we just or, or when we lose him we just seem to we don't we don't seem to come back so I'd say mm. if you score first on on Saturday there's a good chance you'll win the game yeah and you, you mentioned Jake Clark Salter there, and I want to ask you about him because he obviously was on loan with Blues a season or two ago prior to his injury. What, what's he been like for you? Injured, mate. Um, he, he'll play really? a couple of games. Good defender. I like him. When he yeah. plays, we play really, we play, we're better, we're much more solid. But he'll play for mm. two games and you won't see him for four. He'll play for two and you won't see him for six. Mm. And that's been it. He's played about eight games, nine games a season, something like that. And that's really? been the pattern. Yeah. So he's out injured again on Saturday. Yeah. I, I don't Such know when he'll be back. I yeah. mean, how do you set up? What what sort of formation do you use? How how do you sort of play? Are you a team who likes to press, get forward, get balls into the box? How how, how do you play? Well, we, we, we have we 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 have been playing four um four twos. It's difficult. We play the three up front and then the three in midfield mm. and then the four at the back. But the, the midfield sort of sometimes is one two or two one. Um but mm. the last two games we've moved to five at the back. So we mm-hmm. put Sam Field as a centre midfielder in centre half because that's all we've got, and it mm-hmm. worked at Watford, right? Which is great. And yeah. uh, we was we were really mm-hmm. we were solid. Watford were poor, um, and then it, it just didn't work away at Blackpool. So mm-hmm. I really don't know which way we'll go. Whether we'll stick with the five at, with the I'd imagine he probably will, um, but mm-hmm. you could see us go back to a four. Yeah, and I, I want to ask you about that. You probably won't, don't want to talk about it for too long, but that six one against Blackpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? What went wrong, honestly? Because I was checking, I was checking the scores. Because obviously we're keeping close tabs on you being near us and seeing you three 0 down in the first 15, 20 minutes or whatever. It's awful. What? Yeah, well, we conceded the penalty in te- in fifteen seconds. Really? Um, oh, yes. Yeah, so the ball came over from kickoff. Lads mm. crossed it in, and our players had balled it. I mean, it was it wasn't a penalty, but the yeah. EFL refs, right? What can I mean? It's ridiculous. Oh, the best, and then, and then our goalkeeper drops it right right to mm. a player who just kicks it in. It, Oh, and then yeah, once you're three 0 down, you, it's that when you're away from home, yeah. no going back, is there? No, absolutely not. So, on on a, on a more, I want to ask you about a few more positive things, though, as a QPR yeah, yeah. fan, because despite recently things not being too good, you have had some. You had a very good start to the season and had some decent moments. Are there any sort of highlights in terms of your season? One that stands out to me actually, and I was doing a bit of research before this, and I completely forgot about it. Was a uh, Seni Dieng's goal against Sunderland yeah. in the uh, that 90th minute equaliser. I mean, what a moment that was. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah, I, that was a great moment. I mean, we've had a couple of really good wins. We were top of the league in October. We won three mm. 0 away at home to Cardiff. Um, that was the game that since then. I think that we. I'm not sure if we played you played you straight after or you were the first mm. away game after that. But yeah, mate, um, that that was a good game. I was there that night. Mm. It was really good. Uh, we thought that we were going to be invincible. Honestly, at that point, yeah, I didn't. I mean, if you'd have told me then that, that we'd be fighting relegation and losing 6-1 to Blackpool, I'd, I'd be like, what? 
It's mental, isn't it? It's absolutely mental. Yeah. I mean, in terms of Gareth Ainsworth, so he came in around February time, didn't he? I mean, what are yep. your thoughts on him as a manager? Um, he's a bit of a QPR legend because he played like you know over two hundred and fifty games yeah. for the club. So mm-hmm. and he's a, he was a great football player as well. So he's got that legacy, and he's um, so the fans. Uh, so it was a. It's, it's it's harsh to say the board knew what they were doing, bringing in a fan favourite, but uh, it mm. kind of there were protests going on, and they've sort of gone quiet now. Um, mm. So they've done they've done well there. What do I think of him? I think he's been he's been dealt a really poor hand. He's come in and we've won we won one in four. 13 or 14 again, whatever it is. And mm. we've got half the squad out injured. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's tough for him. And he's just trying to win. I'm going to, I'm going to, I think we're all at a place where we're going to hold our opinion until probably the start of next season. Because whatever happens, yeah. he'll be in charge next season. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, League One, I mean, he's experienced there. So yeah. it, it'll be in charge. But it, it feels a bit like hoofball. And I don't know whether that's mm. to do with because of the personnel or whether that's the style. It's difficult. Um, he says it's just he says it's not him. He wants to play differently, mm. but he can only play with what he's got. So, of course. And yeah. I've got to ask you. I'm sure you've seen it. I've got to ask you about that video. I've seen it yeah. a few times now, banded about on Twitter with that with that bloke coming in and just making a load of noises. And I mean, what what on earth was that all about? Well, um, yeah, it's, it doesn't it doesn't look great, does it? I mean, I, <laughs> it doesn't. I mean, it really doesn't. It, I think the thinking behind it was was the was the team unity and the culture of of New Zealand and what they do and, and what mm. and that hacker is something that many clubs have done. I, we're told like quite yeah. high. I mean, it's probably not filmed and put all over social media like we mm. did, which is stupid. But um, but but um, you know, the the guy who did it has done like massive clubs around Europe the same sort of thing. Oh, really? So yeah. yeah, I don't know. It is a bit weird, think, though. The fact the players didn't look like they were enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say it was more the players' reactions. Like, I expected like maybe a few laughs or a bit of atmosphere from them, but they just looked stunned and confused. But oh, what a brilliant oh, video man. that is! I've watched it a few times now, and I just think it's hilarious. Yeah, um, mate, it's it, not it's not great. Yeah, in terms of so let, let's say let's say you do stay up next season, then or, or yep. go down. Whatever happens to you next season, are you happy with Ainsworth still being in charge? Do you want him? Still yeah, in charge? yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean it's unfair for him to. You, you can't get rid of another manager. We're on, we're on to your fourth no. then. Um, mm. he, he's hoping that all the players that are injured will be coming back soon. That's what he's thinking after the international break that we should have like four mm. or five back. And if we do, then we should be okay. Um, which may or may not be true. I, I, I don't know. Um, but, mm. but yeah, I'm happy with it. Yeah, I mean, there'll be, there'll be changes at board level. We've got Les Ferdinand, who is the DFO, Director of Football. Yeah. He's getting mm. a lot of stick at the moment. Um, he could be gone, I think, mm-hmm. possibly. Um, but look, the, you know, every, the owners, we've got great owners, really, in relation to the mm. fact that they pump in so much money into the club. Um, mm. They've just made really poor decisions and, and, but it's one of them, and it? the devil. It's better the devil, you know, with what you've seen out. I mean, mm. you'll you'll know that with owners and stuff like yeah, that. Of course, what mm-hmm. they can do I, to the clubs. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, I I wanted to ask you about those because I mean, our, our owners have have not been great since uh, coming in and around 2014. We're a bit of a, a mess off the pitch and everything. But I mean, yeah. you mentioned protests there. Are those protests, as you said, are they purely because of poor decision making? It's not the lack of investment or the way the clubs run. It's purely just incorrect decisions is that is that why yeah i mean yeah i mean the board put in two the the, the, the owners put in like two million a month to keep us afloat i mean without oh, that we'd be really in trouble um yeah. 
But um, but yeah, they've made they they they've wasted a lot of money. I mean, we got the easy money that we got a couple of seasons ago. Um, mm. We 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 blew that away with a couple of really poor. Sorry, McCauley Bond. I believe you you know we got him from Charlton for like three million, two and a half million. We sold, oh, we really? let him go on a free in January, <laughs> and that was two seasons ago. So stuff yeah. like that. We, there's a couple of players that we also bought in that we waste, wasted. We wasted mm. all the Premier League money as well. That was like mm. seven eight years ago. We wasted all yeah. of that. Uh, we, so I think yeah it was yeah the protests were aimed just the way the clubs run but I yeah. always say that some sometimes with owners you just got to be careful but Les Ferdinand could be the one that gets the bullet I think come the summer yeah I was going to ask do people want the owners out then is it do they want a change in ownership some people do some people don't like I said um, mm. they're not it's not like everybody's on board to to get rid of them people understand that we need them um, but mm. at the same time. Sometimes you can strike gold with an owner, can't you? It's one of them, isn't it? Like you, you just don't mm-hmm. know. Like they could, every they could all come in singing and dancing. You get them in, and then they don't, they don't invest any money, or they don't have the money, or or because mm. the thing is with the championship is you can't spend it. No. Even if you've got it, no. you can't spend it because it's all to do with FPP mm. and all that FFP. So um, yeah, mate. Yeah, and, and in terms of your, your future then, so my first question to you would be, do you think you'll stay up this season? And then say you do stay up or you go down, just what does the future look like for QPR, do you think? I think we've got you on you, you next and Wigan next, Wigan away. That's yes. our next two games. Um, if we can get four points from that or mm-hmm. more, I think we'll, we'll be okay. If we mm-hmm. lose both, then we're, we're back in trouble. Um, mm-hmm. A lot. I mean, we are gonna we are gonna get some players back in, so we might be okay. Like, I don't know what you mm. think, but um, whether you think you're safe or, or how many points you think you need, mm. but I, I I think we only need a couple of wins. And there's, you know, when you look at our fixtures, there's definitely a couple of wins in there. Yeah. Um, you, I, I, I was going to ask from a point. I'm kind of relying on points deductions. I know Reading <laughs> look like they're going to get some. We're going to get yes. some. Are, are you guys yes. getting some as well? Yeah, so we were um we've had two charges recently uh, from the EFL, both just regarding ownership issues. Um, not a lot's been published in terms of what those two charges will look like, whether they'll be fines, point deductions this season or next season. You're right in that. I think Reading, I think Reading six and Wigan's three, something along those lines. Yeah. But I mean, looking at the table, you you are right. We we've spoken about it on our podcast a few times. I mean, Wigan are on thirty three, Huddersfield are on thirty three, and and Blackpool are on. 35 so we're both around seven points clear from the drop uh, don't get me wrong both of us are definitely not safe yet there's still work to be done but i think probably around 48 49 points yeah. will we'll, we'll both be okay. safe so you're right a, a couple of wins and and a draw i mean what what are you thinking for the weekend then in terms of in terms of score prediction I don't know, it's a tough really one it know. is a tough really, one really, yeah really, i really sure. don't know we could lose three nil to you guys i know that might seem bad to you but we could really easily mm-hmm. But but we might grind out a one nil one nil or two nil win or something like that, you know. So a draw possibly one all is what I said mm. to someone yeah. there this morning. So mm. maybe that. But look, mate, yeah. I, you know, I, I would go there with a bit of confidence. I mean, you'll see this as a as a good opportunity for you to mm. pick up some points yeah. as well. So 
Yeah, I mean, what state you're looking like? What what are you yeah, in? Yeah, like? I mean, we've been struggling big time as well recently. To be fair, we 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 did get a good result against Rotherham on the weekend, two 0 We both won on the yeah. weekend, but then we had a poor result against Watford, which was a three nil. I mean, we've yeah. since the World Cup, we we've sort of been in a similar boat to you, really. In that prior to the World Cup, around November December time, we were looking pretty good, and since then, certainly after the World Cup, things have just significantly crashed and and, and gone downhill for us. So. I'm probably in a similar boat to you in that I'm probably thinking, ah, you know, it's such a tricky one because, as I said, we've both won the same amount of games, drawn the same amount of games, lost the same amount of games. We're both conceding a lot of goals, not scoring a lot of goals. It's <laughs> oh, it's such a tricky one. I think probably a, a point is, is I'll just about be happy with a point. I could probably see a point apiece. Um, sadly, we, we're really struggling for goals at the moment and very rarely a game goes by where we don't concede one or two. Um, yeah, so maybe a bit. Probably be nil nil on Saturday. <laughs> uh, honestly, uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all, and and I don't think I'd be too opposed to a nil nil. I mean, looking at your goal, I always see goal difference as an extra point, and we're quite lucky in that we've got a minus nine. And I think from the bottom, from seventeen and below, we've 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 got the best. To be fair, you're on minus twenty, which is uh, quite a heavy goal. Oh, I know Blackpool okay. certainly didn't help with that. Yeah, yeah, mate. Last yeah. few weeks has killed us, mate. We lost, like I said, three yeah. one, three times, six one. So yeah, yeah mate, not good. Yeah. Just, no, yeah. but I mean, look, if we if we are relying on goal difference to stay up, then we deserve to go down considering where we yeah. were. So yeah. you know, it's one of them. Yeah. I guess my final question to you then is: you said you've got owners who are, are happy to invest. So do you think your team could be looking quite different come next season? Because when I looked at your team earlier, quite a few of the names I recognise, I don't think it looked, you, I mean, you might disagree, but I didn't think it looked too different from last season. Um, do you think it could change heavily over the summer uh, with well, investment? Yeah, yeah, I think so, mate. Yeah, I think um, Gareth Ainsworth will want to put his own players and, and I don't think we've got much money again to play with. We've invested quite a lot of money in loans. We had some really yeah. high-profile loans over the last couple of seasons, which cost us quite a bit of money. Um, mm. We haven't spent an awful lot, but we do spend quite a bit of wages, um, which we mm. won't be able to do next season apparently. So although we're not in, in we're not, we're not, we're getting closer to FFP, the, the you know the thirty, is it thirty six, thirty nine million over mm-hmm. three seasons. So I think that we we rely on Gareth Ainsworth to bring in some players from sort of the yeah. lower leagues. We're still mm. relying on a few frees and lo- and loans from the Premiership. I think that's how we'll go again next yeah. season. Of course, yeah, no, absolutely. How's, um, how's, How's John Eustace doing? Because um, there, were, there was rumours that, that when we sat Critchley, that we approached mm. or that we we made yes. some sort of approach. I do remember that, yeah. And you've reminded me of that because I forgot to be honest. John Eustace is very mixed opinion in terms of, I guess, the the point of view from Blues fans. It, funny enough, I saw a poll on Twitter about a week ago saying he Eustace in, Eustace out, and it was a fifty fifty split. Um, I think the majority of fans are definitely very upset with the results of late because, as I said, we really have uh, like been horrific recently, both on the pitch and off the pitch as well, which isn't Eustace's fault, of course. Um, I, I do quite like him. He's proven he can get results. And it's a funny one. I said this last night. We'll have the odd performance where we'll just go on a, a three, four game losing streak and then we'll just pull a result out of the bag from nowhere. So like Rotherham at the weekend. Don't know if you remember the 2-0 against West Brom uh, for us, yeah. which was a fantastic result. So yeah, he's, he's a bit of a funny one. I, it's not really working at Blues, but I can 100% see it working somewhere else. I do think he's probably, a. I think Championship League one level is about his level at the moment. Um, and I do want it to work for him, to be fair, because he, he seems like a, a good bloke. And as I said, he's proven he can get results. But I do remember, yeah, he was, he was, he was close to coming to you, wasn't he? 
Yeah, I think we inquired about a few people, um, and I think Eustace was one of them because obviously yeah. he's known quite quite well within the hierarchy at the club. So, mm, of course, yeah. of course. But yeah, that's uh, all my questions for you, Ben. So thank you very much for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Where, where can people find their uh, or find your podcast if they want to find out all about? Uh, yeah, PR? just just type in W Twelve Podcast on any um, social network and stream, or even on any um, podcast. You know, you know, Spotify, app, you know, um, Amazon, Apple, stuff mm-hmm. like that. You can give it a listen. And uh, yeah, I was going to say good Perfect. luck. Good luck for the season, not for Saturday, but yes, yes, no, it is a good little away day. But thank you very much, Ben, for joining me. Really do appreciate it. Um, thank you very much uh, for yourselves watching at home. I hope you did enjoy uh, and we'll see you on Saturday at QPR. Keep right on, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.